Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. <sighs> this is a hard one for me for Chandler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I love him so much, and it makes me sad that, she, that he does not like dogs. But everybody has their flaws, so this is his. Everybody, everybody does have their flaws. His just happens um, to suck more. The, the other day, um, one of my girlfriends sent me a reel, and I just thought I had to share, like, in light of this. Um, it was a reel of this, it must be this podcast, and it, this guy leads the group by saying, like, can I tell you something about cats as far as law, law enforcement goes? Anytime, any kind of investigation where they had to deal with death on, like, an unobserved death in the family, like an old person or something dying in their home, um, they're the cats are always feeding on them. Like the cats are the ones that will eat you if you die. They like the nose first, um, but and that's where they'll start. But when you go in there and there's a dog, the dog will be like starving, like starving to death, will be dead laying beside the person. And I, and my friends know that I'm not a cat person. And I was like, thank you for the scientific proof that I needed to back my already pretty like stagnant feelings on cats <laughs> and she's like what are what are fr- what are friends for <laughs> i just thought that was so interesting because i was like i don't like cats i think they're well, dogs are loyal to the end like they're they are best friends i mean like and like when push comes to shove they're not waiting to eat you yeah. whereas like a cat literally will eat your a cat would eat you while even if you're still dead. alive <laughs> Like, cats are, I don't understand. Like, we've barely domesticated these animals. (laughs) And, like, they prove it when you pass. And dogs are, like, so loyal to the end. They'll even die next to their owner from starvation. And I'm like, that's a dog right there. Like, I love dogs so much. So it hurts me a little that Chandler, our favorite, doesn't like dogs. (laughs) But anyways, um, let's get into the episode. Hit us with the recap, and then let's go. All right, so this week we watched Season 7, Episode 8, titled The One Where Chandler Doesn't Like Dogs, and it aired on November 23rd of 2000. Written by Patty Lynn, directed by Kevin S. Bright, a beaming Rachel is happily surprised when her assistant tag shows up at the gang's Thanksgiving dinner, and Phoebe sneaks a puppy into the apartment, forcing Chandler to confess why he, in fact, hates dogs. Okay, so we are... If you didn't catch that, this is a Thanksgiving episode, so we spend the bulk Thanksgiving. Yeah, we spend the bulk of the time in the apartment or just outside the apartment. Has it felt forever for you since we've had a Thanksgiving episode? Did we have one last season? I don't think we did. I think we had a Christmas episode last season. I think there was a fun fact or something where we said this was the only season or one of two seasons where there wasn't or something. I'm having like a flashback memory for it, but it is when I saw it, I thought, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving. It felt so nostalgic, even though we're binging this whole series. Yeah. And I've missed it. It makes me, um, makes me wonder because a couple episodes ago when the guys were watching Die Hard, like don't they consider, don't Mm -hmm. people consider that a Christmas movie? Yes. So Don't get me started it on just Die Hard. Inter- it's just interesting to me that they were watching it before Thanksgiving. 
That's so true. Yeah. But great point. Yeah. Anyways, um, we start in the soft open in the apartment and the friends are all hanging out when Ross comes in yelling happy Thanksgiving. But Chandler shushes him saying that the friends are naming, they're playing a game that he learned at work where the friends have to name as many states as they can in six minutes. And Ross, as I think anybody should do, pokes fun by claiming it's easy. But Monica apparently missed 14. Rachel could only name 48. Phoebe got tired naming them and started listing types of celery, which is just one. And Joey is very excited that he named 56 states. Now I have to ask, (laughs) how fast can you name the states? I know. I I was like, okay, six minutes is kind of a long time, especially on a podcast. But I was like, could we do it? Should we? I okay. Should we time ourselves and try? Okay. Should we try together? I have to admit that I thought about it this entire episode. That as soon as I was yes. done, I opened my phone to the timer and did the did it in the just under a minute. But under a minute, you named all of them in under a minute. Okay, did you not learn the song in like elementary school? No, that was not a song that I learned. Okay, yeah, we had a song that we learned in elementary school where you put all the like you name all the states um, in alphabetical order, right? In alphabetical order, and then we we like learned it. I think it was like fourth grade. We learned it, and then they did a contest where we had each of us had to go out in the oh. hall with the teacher. And she would have a timer and she would time us doing it, like singing the song and doing it. And then whoever like did it the fastest, like got a treat or whatever. But no, I, I did it. It took, I have to admit, it took me a couple of tries to get it because I kept missing. um, There were two states I kept missing, New Jersey and Utah. Um, And not that I was like missing them necessarily. I just couldn't, I like couldn't fit the lyric in my head and so I was like what state am I missing here and it were the, it was those two but I ended up doing it once I figured out the states I did it in under a minute and I was proud of myself Llewellyn you've been conditioned for this you've have. been raised your whole life ready for this exact moment I have and so this whole episode where <laughs> this Ross is, is your moment I, I like was just so frustrated I'm like Ross are you an idiot <laughs> Okay, what's interesting is that for someone who didn't learn the song, that means I don't have that sort of limerically musical memory version of them. So the way that I would have to do it would be similar to Ross, where I would just have to start writing down states. Yeah. And I know we get to it later in the episode where he has them all mapped out. He has cut up pieces of paper to mimic, which doing that by memory, I I don't think I'd be able to do it. Like I can visualize the United States, but I think when push came to shove, if I had to cut individual pieces of paper to make it look like it, I think I would fail miserably. Um, But I think I would do it like that where I'd be envisioning envisioning a map and then trying to list every single state based on where it is on the map versus yeah. alphabetical because I never learned it that way. Yeah. Which is I, surprising. I have this. Yeah. My, my, I guess one of my, I, I think I could do it, but then I think I could, I think I could also potentially be like Ross. So my pride has me thinking that I shouldn't try it because I might disappoint myself. <laughs> Because he gets so close to being done. Um, but that, that is like, 
it, it was such a fun, soft open, like a great concept that led through the entire rest of the episode. I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay, I'll spare you guys from actually singing it because I don't remember the like the the vocal part of it. Like I I keep going like okay, major how about, minor. How about how about this? Don't do it like lim- uh, lyrically, like musically. I can't do it otherwise. Like it has to just, be musically. Just say it. Just say it. I can't. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Please. Do it. I'll do it. Thank you. It's going to be, <laughs> but you. don't judge me by the, the, it's going to go in and out of major and minor. So just deal with it. Llewellyn, we're not judging you. We don't All care. right, now None I'm going to get like so nervous and miss like five states. Watch. All right. So, wait, wait, hold on. I need to bring it up to make sure you get <laughs> Okay, now you're gonna, I gotta make sure you get it. I'm also gonna need you to mute yourself because no, wh- I don't need you laughing in the middle of it. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> I promise you I won't laugh. The only um, all fifty states. The only way that I will interfere. Okay, it's gonna is if be quick though. Or should I tell you at the end? It's gonna be quick though. How are you gonna be able to know that I said them all? Well, they're, I mean they're listed right here. Okay. In alphabetical order. I, I mean, I can read. All of our non-American friends are like, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> you idiots. They've got it down, probably. Okay. Right. Go for it. All right. Here we go. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Florida, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, North Ohio, wait, North Dakota, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Pretty sure I added a North Carolina twice, but it's fun. Llewellyn, I'm so proud of you. No, you said. (laughs) What you did Did say was. (laughs) I did. You said North Dakota, North Ohio. (laughs) But and then you said North Dakota and then North Carolina. So you technically flipped those alphabetically, but like you got it. So that's not even a point. But the fact you said North Ohio to me was so hilarious. But you got it. You're you're at 100 percent. I'm so proud of you. That's because I've never been after North Dakota. So I was already there. Right, right, right. (laughs) And I think you knew you missed a North. So I think you were just like linking it with the second one. Honestly, I've never been more proud. I think I think this is the moment where would you like to say like a speech or something? I feel like you've won I, like a, an award. I just like, need. I'd like to thank my teachers. N- What's yeah. happening? Yeah, Miss Thompson, fourth grade teacher. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I thank you, Miss Thompson, if you're listening. <laughs> I there's like a full song to it. Like there's an opening and then you go into it. And I definitely didn't musically sing that correctly. I can't think of how it's sung. But um, and then it like ends with like north, south, east, west, and like all this fun stuff. But. Um, I remember learning that in elementary school and it was like one of the funnest things to learn in social studies. So when this episode came up, I was like, y'all are idiots for not being able to do that in six minutes. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. So just so all of our friends out there know, Llewellyn is calling me a straight up idiot. (laughs) And the funny thing is, is like at this time when this episode came out, I think I was in fourth grade. So like I was learning it while this episode aired, which is just funny to me. I was ready for this. My Arizona upbringing must not have um, 
just oh you know what i was home <laughs> i was homeschooled for a couple of years i wonder if those were the years that they were supposed to do the states if i can find i'll bet that's it if i can find the song on like youtube maybe we can link it in our show notes people can like learn it oh my gosh please yes please do absolutely yes all right cool. let's do that we've spent a lot let's of time in the soft open okay I don't care. That was it's it was gold. And people who didn't want to listen could have just fast forwarded through. So I thought that was perfect. I love the banter. All right, cool. All right, so main part of the episode, still in the apartment. Joey cannot believe that New England is in a state. I mean, come on, they have their own football team. Um, Duh. And Rachel in the kitchen. Honestly, that 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 sounds. Honestly, though, that's not like a bad thought process for me. For Joey. No. It's not a big leap for someone with Joey's intelligence. Like, right. New England has its own team. It's an American team. It's not like the Philadelphia, you know, like something. It's the New England Patriots. Like, where does that yeah. name come from? True. So I, I'm i like, actually, solid point, Joe. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, okay. So then in the kitchen, Monica tells, or Rachel tells Monica that Tag isn't coming due to his girlfriend coming in. Um, and Monica cooked extra, was kind of bummed about it, but Rachel like half-heartedly compliments the extras. Um, Phoebe is still trying to find different types of celery, but she is still only at one. And Ross has finished naming all of the states and what Chandler thinks is the new world record. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Ross starts... Well, he says world's record. He does. I was hoping he would Did you hear that? Up. Okay, it. I was like, world's record? Yeah. What worlds? Plural world's record? <laughs> yeah, I was like... I think he, he must have misspoke, not. and they just used that cut. Yeah. Um, Ross starts... He stands up as Chandler is, like, counting them and, like, looking at all the states. And he starts to brag and complain about the fact that his friends <laughs> should know all the states. And then Chandler yeah. breaks the news that he only named 46. And he is beside himself, but is determined, like... I am going to name the rest of these and I will not eat dinner until I do that. And so the friends are like, okay, cool. Um, So Monica needs to put the pies in Joey's oven. So she goes over there and then realizes that Joey's oven doesn't work. Um, And so her and Chandler take the pies over to Ross's house. But as they're leaving, Chandler tells Joey, like, look, make sure Ross doesn't look at any maps or globes. Like, I want him to do this in his own mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And as they leave, Phoebe comes out of her room with a bag that's kind of moving and says that she's going to go for a walk. But the friends are like, why is your bag moving? And she says it's knitting material only to be revealed that it's, in fact, a dog that she has shoved in this bag. And a dog that was a little too big for that bag, in my opinion. Well, she did have a pretty large tote. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not the greatest. Definitely not a bag dog. But she, I mean, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. But for sure. Um, we also notice here that Monica got under by 14 on the guests for this game. What's, what's worse over by six with Joey's logic or under by 14? Yeah. Yeah, and Monica, like, all of them. I feel you like missed Monica, out on fourteen states. That's the entire Midwest. <laughs> I feel like Monica is not that. Like she's pretty smart, 
So the fact that she missed 14 yeah. states. Which one did she say that she's like, who cares about was it South Dakota? She goes, no one cares about the Dakotas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was Plural, like. Plural, both of them. Hmm. It's like, sorry to anybody out I'm there like, from Dakota, either Dakota. Those those states, though, where there's like a north and south, the new and the like west, I'm like, those are givens. Like, because like, not why? only do you remember one Dakota, but there's an automatic guaranteed two Dakotas then. Right, but like. There's Virginia and West Virginia. Like, whose decision was it to call two different oh, states a north and a south? Like, I mean, I know. I think I think we have. I mean, there's North Korea and South Korea. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, just in general, it's, it's like, people, could you not be a little I bit know. more? Is there are there no other words in this? I mean, I don't know. You have weird states. I mean, you could argue that that's the same mentality for everything that they named new, New York. True. New Jersey, New Mexico. Like, <laughs> why? Yeah. Why are there so many news? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be a new, just make something else up. Or then, like, Washington, D.C. isn't even a state, but it's technically, like, its own place. Yeah. It, yeah. It's its own, I don't even know what they call it, territory, maybe? Yeah. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, we had a word of Ross's for a minute and Monica is wondering why they don't hang out there more like his place is pretty nice and Chandler mentions he doesn't like the smell only to realize that it's the cooking um and Monica is worried because they left Joey unattended around the food so she looks out the window to kind of peer into their apartment to see what's going on and she discovers a dog on our couch and Chandler mm-hmm. hears this and freaks out, saying he's like deathly allergic to him, and the dog needs to go. So she calls Phoebe, and is asking like why there's a dog there. And Phoebe is confused. Like she keeps saying things like, "Why is the dog on the couch? Why is Rachel petting the dog?" She's like, "How do you know?" Yeah. Like freaking out. Like how do you know all these things? Um, and then there's a knock on the door, and Rachel opens it, and Tag is standing there, minus his girlfriend, who apparently has just dumped him and went back to Ohio. And as soon as he says Ohio, <laughs> Ross thanks him Ross. for reminding him that it's a state. The way he says, like, Ohio. <laughs> He's so excited to have been reminded. But my discrepancy with the scene is every time people are at Ross's apartment and they're looking over into, okay, here's what's weird. In some scenes, like with the um, ugly, uh, ugly naked fat guy, ugly naked guy, sorry, I didn't mean to call him fat, <laughs> ugly naked guy, um, they always seem to like be looking like down sort of like down into an apartment down into his sleeping form when they go to like poke him they have to have like the angle to like poke him with those Chinese chopsticks and like when Phoebe caught Monica and Chandler she's looking they're always looking up like the angle is not that they're across from each other I always thought that they were a level down from them over in Ross's apartment so the angle that Monica would have been looking up into their apartment would have not been accurate to be able to see that far into the apartment to see a dog on the couch. Do you, do you disagree? No, I agree. Especially with where, especially with where the dog was located on the couch. Like it was closer to the answering machine, which is like 
far and like Rachel's back was kind of turned towards the window so there's really no way that they could have seen that dog unless it was sitting like on the windowsill yeah so yeah no I totally agree I agree also just for while we're watching it I guess um the Oh, um, Clunkers, uh, appears to be a purebred long-haired Chinese crested, also known as a powder puff. So for those of you that don't know dog types, kind of like I do, don't, that's what it is. Nice. All right, so in the apartment, Monica and Chandler storm in, asking where the dog is, and the friends are, like, trying to play dumb, but Joey ruins it by saying that they just missed the dog, Um, and it barks from Phoebe's room. She's trying to cover it up, but eventually comes out and tells them, like, oh, guys, I forgot to mention, I'm watching a friend's dog while they're out of town. And Monica is, like, still kind of fuming about it, but then as soon as she sees Clunkers, she, like, kind of sighs in adoration towards it. But Chandler, on the other hand, shouts that he's extremely allergic to dogs, and Phoebe lets him know, like, well, the dog's been here for three days, so I don't know how that's Mm. possible. Um, And... (laughs) Monica is like, well, maybe you're not allergic to this dog. Like, maybe this dog isn't, you know, I mean, maybe this dog's hypoallergenic is what I thought. Um, Mm -hmm. And Chandler is, like, taken back a minute because he realizes his lie is not going to hold up. Um, And he decides it's time to come clean with a very stern no from Joey. And he confesses that he actually hates dogs. And I like how it pans to all of the friends individually and, like, they're shocked that he hates dogs. Mm. But his reasons. Yeah, this is the one flaw of, of Chandler. Yeah. The one. His reasons. There's only one. Are. I didn't even mind his smoking because it was so attractive. This is it. This is his red flag. <laughs> this is his ick. <laughs> um, his reasons. They're needy. They're jumpy. And you can't tell what they're thinking, which is scary. And Ross pokes fun mm. by claiming that the dog is scary for eating a treat out of his hand. Um, so Rachel asks, like, do you hate puppies too? And Chandler, like, gets kind of spooked and is, uh, like, is there a puppy in the house? Um, Mm -hmm. and Joey just tells him, like, look, I told you so. Uh, it's kind of like the time that Ross told us he doesn't like ice cream. And all the friends are like, you don't, or Phoebe looks at me, he's like, you don't like ice cream? And he's, and I love ice cream, might I add, but I understand Ross's reason for not liking ice cream is that it's too cold and it hurts his teeth. I get that. But you just got to learn how to eat it yeah. without it hurting your teeth. Um, but Chandler- I'm also not a fan of ice cream, but not because of the cold. It's because it's like a thick, heavy milk. You got to eat dairy-free product. ice cream, and I think you'd like it better. Okay. Like, for context, anytime I go to an ice cream store, store or, you know, whatever, I'm always getting... Like, either the orange or the rainbow sherbet. And I know that's not how you say it, and I don't care. Um, I'm always getting that because it's lighter to me, and it actually feels more refreshing, which is what I want out of my, like, a cold treat. And so I prefer, like, sherbets and sorbets, which are lighter. Yeah. Whereas ice cream to me is really heavy, and it's not as refreshing as... 
Like when I'm eating an orange sherbet or an, a rainbow sherbet from a cone on a hot summer day, I feel refreshed after that. Like it pulls me down, makes me feel like great. Whereas if it's ice cream and thick and heavy, that to me is a completely different dessert in my mind. And that's usually not ever what I'm looking for when I think I want to go get ice cream. I actually think I want to go get sherbet. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, dairy-free ice cream is – I when I switched – and stopped eating dairy and because I Mm -hmm. I love ice cream it's one of my favorite foods um I but I don't like this is funny I don't like sherbet and I don't like fruity ice cream so when I first went dairy free that's all they had available was those types because they don't have dairy in them um but as being dairy free has become a wider phenomenon I guess in the world um they've kind of figured out how to make different ice cream and so the first Mm -hmm. time I had like coconut milk ice cream changed me um and I don't feel as heavy I don't feel the like milkiness from it you don't feel that anymore um and I also don't eat as much of it like I feel like when I used to eat real ice cream back in the day um I would just because you you want the refreshing feeling so you get like a big cone and I just feel like I always overate it but when I eat dairy-free ice cream, I don't do that. And then I don't feel like utter crap. And um, there's actually a place down here that has, it's uh, tied, like the Amish kind of own it. Um, and they make the ice cream. And I've never had a better dairy-free ice cream. I think they make it out of, uh, I think it's coconut milk. Um, but mm, it's so refreshing. Okay. And like we go there probably once a week as a house. And it's like they have this like coconut this coconut cream based ice cream that literally just has like coconut flakes in it. And it's so simple, but it's so delicious. And I, Oh, nice. anyways, talk, stop talking about ice cream. Um, no, it's okay. Um, the, because we both find out that Chandler hates dogs and Ross hates ice cream for, for a little bit of like continuity, ick. um, literally one season earlier Ross and Elizabeth enjoy ice cream on a date together and also in the episode where Ross is reunited with Marcel Marcel steals a lick of Ross's ice cream cone so he's just like chomping on ice cream all the time and in another episode it's revealed that Chandler once owned a dog so it's a little off continuity. in continuity yeah yeah um, which is not like the you know the the showrunners aren't like staking their claims on continuity in this show, but still, I do like to call it out when we when we see it. Yeah. Uh, so Chandler kind of makes a final statement, and he tells the friends like it's either me or the dog, and the friends don't say a word, so he takes that as him. Yeah. Um, I also did like the way that Chandler didn't take tag making fun of him. He's like, "You're new here." Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You don't like dogs." And he's like, "Who are you?" Yeah. It's funny. Okay, so it kind of cuts. We're still in the apartment, and Ross is still struggling with the states. Um, Phoebe and Monica are packing up the dog when Rachel asks how long she should wait before asking a freshly single guy on a date. Phoebe says one month, Monica three to four months, and Joey 30 minutes. However, in the case of her assistant, Monica thinks never. And Joey says his famous line it's a moo point, you know, a cow's opinion. Yes, we have arrived. We have arrived. I like paused it as soon as I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was in this episode. 
I know. And I think because we, at the very beginning, when our segments were crap, we used to do like a rotation of different things for each character. And it was Joey's moot point. That was his segment. Yeah. And for some reason, I think I have, because we've already done it and passed by it and haven't returned to it, I thought we had already had that moment. So when it showed up, I thought, oh my gosh, we have finally arrived at that moment. It's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt good. He, you know, says it's a cow's opinion. And Rachel thinks she must have been living with Joey for too long because somehow everything he just said made sense. Um, (laughs) But Monica, with accurate words, says, you know, like, look at him out there on the balcony. Like, he's depressed and he clearly just needs a friend right now. And yeah, she agrees. So she kind of heads towards the balcony and Chandler comes out of the bedroom wearing the pink wool sweater that Monica had gotten him that he claims he was allergic to um, and asks why the dog is still there. And Monica and Phoebe quickly grab the dog and the bag and all the stuff and leave. Um, so then um, I liked at the top of this scene where Ross was like, I had a four, like I got a 1450 on my SATs mm-hmm. and Monica was like, 12.50, and he's like, oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> so, like, we can safely assume that Ross lies about his score all the time. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and Monica's the only one that can keep him in check and hold him accountable to his real score. I thought that was gold. He's like, oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> he gets a little deflated. Um, so then we head out to the balcony, and Rachel is checking in with Tag. He shares how he thought... He, he kind of, like opens up a bit and shares how he thought he would fall in love and like meet somebody and do all of that by now, but is wondering at this point if it's ever going to happen. And he asks Rachel if she's ever felt that way. And she tries to be optimistic about it, but eventually agrees like, you know, yeah, I do like feel the same way. Um, And they kind of just have the sweet like exchange where she's really being like a friend to him. And so she goes to like hug him at the end and Joey pops his head out. And shouts, he likes you back. Which Tag is very confused about, as he Joey. should be. But Rachel tries to make up some bad, like, backstory. Like, oh, like, you like yeah, my back type thing. But ultimately, like, tells Tag, look, um, I kind of have a small crush on you. And she just, like, rambles about how it's not appropriate. Like, you work for me, and this really wouldn't work. But... I would, like, really just love it if you could say something back, because she's rambling for so long, but he is, like, distracted um, by the fact that people are currently breaking into his car to steal it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, the large ceramic white dog makes an appearance on the balcony in this episode, it and it's missing its famous black eyebrows and red lips oh. from previous episodes. Nice. It has been wiped clean. Okay. I think that canon to the show, I could safely presume that maybe if it's on the balcony, the rain washed it away. Maybe. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good assumption. I think that's a solid like theory, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. So then we go to Ross's for a short bit. Um, Monica and Phoebe mm-hmm. are dropping the dog off there and they're having a really hard time letting go and like, thinking the dog's not the dog's going to be lonely and whatnot as any normal human that likes dogs should feel um 
Mm-hmm. And Phoebe suggests that they sneak the dog back in without Chandler seeing. And Monica at first isn't on board, but then agrees with it. So they head back to the apartment. And Ross, at this point, has resorted to laying all the states out geographically. And he's kind of trying to explain this to Phoebe when she walks in, but she doesn't care. Because they're trying to keep Chandler away from her bedroom. Um, and so they run into the bedroom, close the door... And Chandler comes out of the bathroom wondering where Monica is. And we hear the dog kind of whine, but Ross makes a lame cover by saying Monica is crying because Chandler sent the dog away and she really doesn't want to see him. So he like tries to walk over to the door, but Ross continues with a a lame made up story about Rover, their dog that they had as a kid that had to go away because their dad all of a sudden didn't like dogs. Um, And the story is very much made up and very much identical to their current situation. You can tell as Ross is trying to make up things. Um, And Chandler like buys it. So Joey walks in clad in sweatpants, ready to eat. And Chandler tells him Monica's sad about the dog and Joey suggests he brings him back. So Chandler is nervous because he's like, what if the dog bites me? Like, what if the dog gets me? Um, and Joey basically just tells him to man up. And so Chan leaves to go get the dog. And as Joey is continuing to ask Ross if he needs help, Ross accepts, but he realizes that it's not very helpful when Joey realizes that Utah doesn't think that Utah is a state. Yeah. Um, so then we head over to Ross's again for a quick second and Chandler is calling out for clunkers. And he's doing the the typical, like, dog voice that people use. Um, And he gets mad at himself for using it, telling him, like, don't use that voice. And then he eventually realizes the empty bed on the ground and the door is wide open. And he assumes the dog ran out and, like, got lost. Mm -hmm. So he goes running after it um, to try to find him. And that's all that happened in Ross's place. Have you ever thought, did I tell you the story of like, one, how I thought I lost my dog, but then how my friends pranked me into thinking that I lost their dogs too? Did I tell you that? No. Did I tell, I didn't tell it on this podcast? If you did, I don't remember. Okay, I'll try and make it as quick as possible. One time I was um, dog sitting and I brought, I bring my own dog. So there's um, two dogs and two cats in total. When I leave the, someone else's apartment with my dog there, I usually lock my dog away just because I don't know how she acts in private with other dogs, and I don't usually trust the other dogs um, just because I, I don't know enough when I'm not there. So um, I'm gone, gone for a couple hours. My friends are going to get home later at night, um, but I'm, I think I'm going to make it back to their apartment before they do. They say they're stopping at one of the malls in the area because they didn't get enough shopping done where they were at. So I said, cool. I got out of, out of a movie and I was going to stop home, grab my stuff and go. I get back to their apartment and the first thing I see when I walk up to their door is a the welcome mat is like dis, like kind of thrown roughly like kind of to the side and off kilter, which is unusual. And I get to the door thinking that that's weird and the door is like cracked open. So, and I know I had locked their door. So I walk in and their apartment is a mess. Furniture is upended, drawers are open. I run through the entire place calling the dog's names. And then I realized that my dog was locked away in a bathroom. So I thought, okay, surely if someone broke in, maybe they would forget to like look in a closed bathroom. 
nope, that bathroom door is open and the light is still on as if someone just came in. And I was like, okay, maybe they just let the animals outside and like didn't care about them. And I didn't even know what they stole, but I was so worried about the animals. So I'm running around for what felt like, you know, 10 minutes, but it was probably three minutes. And I called them almost immediately after I ran outside to try and call them, like call the animals. And I, I call my friend and I'm like, I don't know what happened. I'm panicking because I thought I lost somebody else's dog. And I'm trying to imagine what I would feel like if someone had called me to say, like, I think I lost Binky. I would be devastated. So I am, I mean, I am, my anxiety has never been so high. I've got that pit in my stomach. I am, I have never been so scared in my whole life. And after a couple minutes, she's like, what? She's like, okay, we're leaving the mall now. And the whole time they're going along with it. And then all of a sudden, both her and her husband start laughing on the other end. And I just pause and they're just laughing. And I was like, what is happening? And they're like, we came home and we grabbed the dogs. We're right around the corner. And I hung up on them. And then I burst into tears because I was so scared. And later, <laughs> so I, I literally, when they got back, I grabbed my dog, got in my car and left. Like, I didn't even say like, welcome home. I was so, so mad. And I, um, I got my car, went home and later I got a voice message from her and she's like, Hey, I'm starting to feel really like convicted about like that prank. I think it was a little bit too far. And I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. I feel really bad about it. Like genuinely was like, like r repentant for it. Um, and I was like, honestly, like I'm sure in the future we'll think this is hilarious, but right now my emotions are like, I literally thought I lost like and she loves her dogs and her cats like I love my dog. Like, they are practically, they're her children. They don't have kids. That's their whole life. And so the weight of feeling like I had lost their animals was crushing. And I was like, I know that I will find this funny in the future, but right now I am mad. <laughs> she was like, that is fair. And now we laugh about it. But at the time, I was like, I can't believe you pulled something that extreme. And... Yeah, honestly, so that's the story. So honestly, though, like Chandler feeling like he had lost their dog. I was like, honestly, Chandler, I'm having PTSD because I felt that. Honestly, like I don't know that I would ever be okay with somebody trying to do that to me. Um, <laughs> just because like I love dogs so much, and like it pains me to see so like much. a dog running stray by itself, and like it freaks yeah. me out. And so like the idea of like somebody doing that to me with my own dog, or even the dog I'm watching, yeah. like. I guard those dogs yeah. like they're my life. Like, yeah, no, I don't know. And you're that going through everything. Did ever. I forget to lock the door? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was like for a while, I literally called my other friend, our other mutual girlfriend. I said, you won't believe what she just did to me. And I explained everything because I was so mad and sad. And like, I was just anxious, you know, like you have all of your adrenaline is pumping because you're, you're going through every worst you're like you're going through all the scenarios in your yeah. mind you're hoping that you'll walk outside and maybe the animals have banded together yeah. and they're just meandering <laughs> just like around the apartment there. complex you know like homeward bound like they'll just be there <laughs> and um and so they 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 just had them in her, their car like all fine and everything and so i would have been oh, so mad. It was, I'm mad for you <laughs> it was you know um you know a uh, new girl like 
be like on a scale of um when like for Winston, you know how he sometimes he's his pranks are too small or too big. Yeah. This one was his prank the their prank was too big. Way too big. Yeah. It's the equivalent to me of like making them move out of the apartment that they didn't need to move out of and like his gotcha at the very end of the series. To me that's like that's the equivalent. Yeah. Is like it was too big. Uh, it's too big. Yes. Anyways. I used Sorry, I used, hold on, I used Nick and Winston on a scale today. I texted one of my friends and I said, hey, I thought of this like really low level prank that I thought would be hilarious to, to pull on my prankster friend, obviously. And I said, on a scale of Winston to Nick, how how funny is this prank? It's a good scale. <laughs> like I used it as a sliding scale. Good scale. It was a good scale. I was like, she'll get it. She's seen the show. It'll be perfect. And she and my friend said, honestly, I think this is this, this would be hilarious. So, so it was more I'm, Winston. I'm trying to figure out how to. Uh, well, Nick is really good at pranks. It's Winston who's like, he's volatile. Oh, yeah. You can never tell like if it's going to be good or bad. Yeah. Whereas Nick is like a solid prankster. He's solid every time. He he like knows how to prank someone well consistently. So it was on. The, so it was on the Nick side. Nice. She's like, honestly, I thought this was pretty funny. I said, great. I'm going to figure that out. All right. Okay, so we head back to the apartment. Ross is still struggling. And (laughs) he is breaking. Yes. (laughs) He is breaking. He's like, I hate America. (laughs) Um, And Rachel comes in upset that she told Tag how she felt. Um, She yells at Joey, blaming him for her having to do it, and then asks for his help to help make it better. And his suggestion is deny everything. Like, just act like you didn't say anything and she does not agree with this at all and agrees to just talk to tag so the girls come out of the bedroom and ask if chandler is there and the dog runs out joey is shocked and tells them like look chan is currently at ross's right now looking to get the dog and meanwhile chandler comes bursting in upset and rachel like hides clunkers under a blanket um, and he apologizes mm-hmm. and tells them that he left the door open and clunkers must have run out and he's looked everywhere for her, but he cannot find her. And they reveal that the dog is in fact there and Chandler runs over to hug her because he's so excited that the dog is okay. Um, and they're all like trying to play on the dog found its way over here from Ross's and like, Oh, the sights it must have seen. And, all of this stuff. And they're like kind of getting away with it. But then Phoebe just takes it a bit too far. Like Phoebe does. Um, and Chandler's obviously clued in like, no, you guys have had the dog over here. Like I didn't lose the dog. Um, yeah. So then it kind of cuts and it comes back and we're in the apartment still. And Ross is still, you guessed it, working on the States. Uh, the friends have eaten and I think they're working on their pie at this point. So like, we are past dinner and Ross is just whining yeah. because he is sure he is positive. There are only 49 States <laughs> and Chandler tells him, I love that so yeah. much Chan- when you're so, so frustrated that you can't even believe <laughs> you're like, I'm going to rewrite reality because I, I have put my entire brain. It's been hours since I've been working on this. So I'm in full belief now that there are only 49 states. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. And Chandler tells him like, look, you can start eating whenever you want to, but Ross is determined. So he does his little like, yeah. <sighs> and like gets down and keeps working. Um, yeah. Tag comes in 
and tells Rachel that he has to go to the police station because he's got to do like a look at mug shots or whatever. And Ross tries to get him to tell him another state by asking like where he's from. Um, and I don't remember what state it was, but he's already, Oh, it's Colorado. He's already guessed that state. And he's like, you're no help. Um, yeah, he's trying to cheat. Yeah. So they move to the hallway and Rachel tells tag, like, look, nothing happened between us. Can we just forget about it? Like go to work on Monday. Monday's a big day. We have a lot to do. Like, let's just focus on that. But he, however, does not want to do that and asks her to not fire him for doing this and then proceeds to lean in and kiss her. Mm-hmm. So that's that is how this episode ends before the tag. Yeah. So real quick, I noticed that when she was with tag, I think it was in the hall, Jennifer Aniston on her left hand on her ring finger has a ring tan line. So you can tell that she, at least at this time in the season has been constantly wearing like on her wedding hand, her wedding ring hand um, has been wearing a ring. Cause there's a very clear like tan line on her hand. Nice. And then my last fun thing is at, for the tag itself. Okay. So in the tag, we're in the apartment and Chandler is woken up with some very crazy hair and Ross is mm-hmm. knocking on the door and he opens it and he tells him the final state, Delaware. So he hands Chandler. He's like practically crying. Yeah, he hands Chandler <laughs> the, like Delaware. the paper and Chandler starts looking it over. And so he goes over and he's like, I'm ready to eat. So he gets the turkey out starts like carves off like a piece of it and he goes to to put it in his mouth and Chandler tells him you have Nevada on here twice and Ross looks and he's like I know and takes a bite anyway (laughs) he's so resigned to his failure (laughs) it really makes me want to know what state was missing you know what I mean did you google it I'm gonna do it right now no while you tell me whatever fact I don't think you would have known what state was missing. I don't know if somebody like saw the script on his list. Oh well, if they wrote it, yeah, maybe. Um, this last little fact is kind of more of like a little throwback. Um, obviously, when Chandler answers the door, we see his bed head style. Um, it's the same, uh, yet understated because of it, like because it's shorter as "Flock of Seagulls" Mike score in the episode or in season. Five, episode eight, the one with all the Thanksgivings. This is how Chandler has his hair styled in the second Thanksgiving at the Gellers. It is. So if it looked familiar, mm-hmm, it's because it's kind of a throwback to that, but it's his bed head. Yeah, it's not on here anyway. They're just saying Ohio and Delaware because they're two that he like shouted out that he didn't right. know. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Favorite scene? Oof. Um, gosh hard because it like all bleeds together it it is really hard i think it, it i mean we're only in two apartments and the majority of that is still at monica's i think i'm gonna have to pick maybe <laughs> i think my favorite storyline has to be ross with this Dang, me too states game. Yes. i mean with him breaking and just being like i hate america and then crumbling at the end and wanting Chandler's help like he's like yes <laughs> like draws him close and his resignation with his failure at the end I just thought it was I laughed out loud several times during this episode loudly because I thought it was so funny yeah. 
Um, I thought it was great. Yeah, I agree. I agree the same same storyline. I think also just because I was so frustrated that, like, of all the friends, Ross, like, why are you, why do you not know these? Um, And it was, it was, like, so frustrating to me that it was hilarious. So, yeah, yeah, that same. All right, rating? It's, yeah, it's sort of like when you're so smart that sometimes you just, like, forget the dumbest things. And you're like, I literally knew that. Like, I know all of the states, but sometimes in the context, if I haven't learned it in a song, like, it's kind of hard to remember them all. Um, Episode rating, I think that the Ross storyline and the state storyline way outdid anything with Rachel and Tag and even the dog, um, that it almost makes up for any lack of good in those other two storylines because I thought it was so good. So I'm going to give it a... This is hard because the other two storylines really aren't great. But I'm going to give it a how you doing plus a tag. It's like not quite a seven, but it's also better than a six to me. Okay. Well, I'm going to raise you half and go with seven, seven, seven. Um, It's a Thanksgiving episode. I love their Thanksgiving episodes. Yes. Um, I know. I agree with the the Rachel storyline. Like, don't really love the whole tag thing, but I do think she she went the right direction and that, you know, she realizes that she doesn't need to pursue this. Um, Obviously up there until the end, but like. So I like the direction she was taking it um, in realizing, but I didn't really care for that storyline. Chandler obviously comes around at the end, but yeah, Ross, it just, it just carried the episode, I feel like. And I think it's because David Schwimmer does, does that type of acting so well that mm-hmm. it yes. just, it just makes it. And you're like, oh, I just absolutely love this. So Yeah. Okay, post-show. Love it. Um, Okay, post-show wrap-up. Our social media spotlight isn't going to be a friend. It's just going to be our reminder that we are currently running a giveaway for five Fisher-Price collectors, friends-themed little people box sets. Um, We have five to give away. Go to our Instagram. Figure out how to get yourself in on the run. And um, we are going to wrap this up at the end of September. So you only have a couple weeks to get her done. So make it happen. Yeah. Recommend to a friend? I do have one. We are looking real bare here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do? Um, okay. I do. I feel like you're like killing it right now and I'm in a slump. <laughs> I went through all my reading stuff and now I'm like, I want to keep recommending my Kindle, but I can't do that every week. So no, good. Um <laughs> I mean I feel like I've been like beating a horse here with all the the like office things um but it's just what i'm buying so i think i yeah no i think that's great yeah i um i i actually i I went to michigan for a little while um and so because i have a remote job i can travel a little easier and i knew that i needed with the type of work that i do like i have to have like a monitor like an extra monitor with my laptop so that i have two screens um I know that they have extenders for laptops, but they're also like $500. So I just don't want to spend the money on that right now. So um, 
I was looking for an option for like a keyboard and a mouse to like take with me. So I would have, you know, like an extended keyboard essentially that I wouldn't have to use my laptop as my keyboard the whole time um, because my laptop doesn't have the extra numbers like the keypad on it, which I needed. So I was looking for a travel keyboard and knew that there was probably something out there that they had. And Amazon, I actually found this keyboard that folds. So it folds in thirds um, and it, it it's pretty small. It's probably the size of like a, our Switch, maybe a little bit wider, but um, essentially like the size mm. of the Switch. Uh, feels about the same like weight too. And it folds out, folds out into a full-size keyboard, which I really like, including the keypad. Um, and it's programmable. It's Bluetooth programmable to three different devices. So if I wanted to connect it to my personal laptop, my work laptop, and like my tablet, it has like a different mm. button that you just press for all three. So depending on which one you're using. Um, and it's nice. It's also rechargeable. So I don't have to have like batteries for it, which is really nice. And it fits perfectly in my backpack. And I don't have to worry about like the keys getting like hit or pressed too hard or whatever because it's got like the exterior to it is pretty like sturdy so um i think the brand is i'm looking at it proto arc is what it's called i looked at amazon a lot and different reviews and there were a number of reviews that said they tried multiple different traveling keyboards and this was the best one they had by far the downside to it is it doesn't have um the little like feet on it to raise it so I think my next purchase is going to be something that I can sit it on to like elevate it a little bit just because um, I'm trying to do better with my wrists. Like I had mentioned last week with the ergonomic mouse. Uh, so when I'm traveling, I would like to have something that I can elevate it a little so that I'm not like having my wrist at an awkward angle. So, um, but it works well for traveling. It's Bluetooth, so it connects to anything and I can take it on the go and not have to use my laptop keyboard um, and have my own like desk away from my desk. So if you're looking for something to travel with, I highly recommend it's Proto Arc on Amazon. I think it was like 35, 40 bucks. Um, it's a little bit more expensive than traditional things, but it's also like you bend it. So I get it. Um, but yes, that is my recommend to a friend. Awesome. So do you don't? Um, did I ever recommend what? See, so I was going to say, do you not have one? Oh, I I was wondering if I ever recommended my. Um, <laughs> this is going to sound so lame. My Starbucks pink drink. Did I ever recommend that? I feel like you might have, but I think it could use a refresh. With the specialty, okay. I just been I've been having one like every day, so I feel like if I haven't done it, then it definitely deserves one. Um, every day, <laughs> which is bad for your finances. I go to Starbucks and I get a pink drink without the fruit, um, but I add chocolate cold foam on top and it has like this chocolate covered strawberry type taste to it and it's delicious and refreshing and I'm obsessed. And they recently released bottled versions of the pink drink at like your local grocer retailer. So at Kroger, I can go and buy a pink drink in a 14 ounce bottle. It doesn't quite taste the same though, of course, which is a bummer, even though it's officially Starbucks licensed and branded. Um, 
but it does help to save a little bit of money even though it doesn't taste exactly the same but um, if you're looking for a little like mix up in your drink pink drink chocolate cold foam on top if I've recommended it before I'm sorry but if I haven't then it'll change your life if you're looking for something summery and awesome <laughs> I can confirm that she got this every day we got Starbucks when I was with her in New York every, every day every day because I yep. <laughs> Love it so much. And it's also because I'm not really drinking coffee, but I feel like I need something to drink beforehand and I'm not a water girly. I just am not. I've I can't. I can't do it. It's so boring. <laughs> so coconut water will have to do. Or, yeah. Um, okay, next week we're gonna cover the one with all the candy, and that'll wrap up our September. All right. We'll catch you guys next week on the One with Friends Podcast. <laughs>